Welcome to the Career Accelerator, the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Hello. In today's episode, you will hear about the importance of understanding how promotion and staffing decisions are made in your company. I'm your host, Coach Percy Cannon. In our last episode, we covered the Platinum Rule, which states that you should treat your peers the way they, not you, want to be treated. We also saw how a model like Everything Disc from Wiley can help you on two fronts. Understand your own tendencies and preferences at work and discover how your peers would like to be treated. Treating your peers the way they, not you, want to be treated can help you build a better relationship with each one of them. You will also be in a better position to influence them when there is a need to work together on a project. In today's episode, you will hear about the importance of understanding how your boss and senior executives make promotion and staffing decisions in your company. Three decades ago, when I was a brand marketing manager, I had two peers in my division. I'm going to call them Mary and Paul. While I was new to this division, Mary and Paul had been in the same job for a few years. Early in this job, we held one of those dreadful meetings where you know you're going to face some tough negotiations. The type where you can easily end up with a short end of the stick if you're not functioning at your best. The meeting was about how to distribute the large number of employees we had in our division within our respective teams. As you may imagine, the three of us wanted to choose the best talent for our teams. Since Mary and Paul had been in this organization longer than me, they knew the individuals much better than me. This was another reason for me to be fully engaged and alert during the negotiations. They kicked off the meeting and we started deciding who would stay in their current position and who would move to another team. At one point during the meeting, I remember Mary calling out the name of one of the employees she sought for her team. She wanted this marketer no matter what. Mary was so fixated in getting this guy that she offered to give up two of her team allocations to get this employee. At first, I couldn't understand Mary's behavior. I kept asking myself, why was she so ruthless about getting this guy on her team? What did she know about him that I didn't? Was he really that good? I asked her to explain the rationale behind her choice. She mentioned that, in her experience, a top performer produced better results than two average employees. Mary did get this guy on her team. In fact, the meeting turned out to be very professional and the three of us were satisfied with the personnel allocations we made. What I want to highlight in this episode is the three important lessons that Mary's behavior taught me. The first one was the realization that there must be a similar selection process followed by my boss and the senior executives above me. As I moved within the three different corporations I worked for and my responsibilities grew, I realized that each company followed a unique process and engaged various people in their promotion and staffing decisions. You can and should be very proactive in both understanding the process your company follows and identifying who the key players are. The second lesson was that I should assign an even higher priority to become a top performer in the eyes of my leaders. As explained in episode number four, it helps to provide positive surprises and generate wows from senior executives. 
It also helps to feed the lion, meaning to constantly provide updates to senior leaders on the value you're adding through your work. And the third lesson was that I should be proactive in communicating my career aspirations and role preferences to my boss and senior executives. In my case, since my early years working in Peru, South America, I aspired to have an international assignment at some point in my corporate career. I made a point of making this desire known to all the managers I had in the three corporations I worked for. This and other factors translated into having had the opportunity to work in seven cities in five countries. Don't you want to become the manager for whom your executives will fight for? The one they're willing to relinquish two of their personnel allocations to get you on their team? In fact, in times of cost savings and staff reductions, rather than being on the list of people who could be leaving the organization, you could be the manager your boss and senior management seek and perhaps even fight for to strengthen their respective teams. Whatever your career and role aspirations are, figure out the right way to make them known to your boss and the other people involved in the personnel decisions in your company. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In the next one, I will talk about the best advice I received when I was promoted to general manager. If you like what you heard today, let me ask you to please subscribe or follow this podcast, rate it, and share it with your coworkers and friends. Also, please visit my podcast page in my Canon.Consulting website or, if available in this platform, Use any of the links shared in the episode notes at the bottom of this podcast to download the transcript, ask questions, suggest topics of interest, request a free consultation call with me, and connect on LinkedIn. This is Coach Percy Cannon, working to help you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Thank you for listening to The Career Accelerator the podcast where corporate managers will find tips and tools to deliver results through others. Stay tuned for our next episode.